I'm Aeson, and this is The Market on the 9320 Player. The season is over, history's been made, and now it's time to see who wants to go out on top and who wants to join the best team in the world. Uh, joining me, I've got Lloyd and Stefan. Afternoon, Stefan. Hi, how you doing? I'm I'm still I'm still on a high if I'm honest. I I'm, I haven't really uh I haven't really come down too much from uh last weekend and just this week it just feels like so far the buzz is going up rather than coming down. What about for you? Mm. I mean uh yeah, still got the glow. The post post Istanbul glow. Uh, I just need to come off Twitter. If I come off Twitter, then I, I can see myself going uh, deep into the summer uh, with with upbeat feelings, but only if I come off Twitter. I know what you mean. I know exactly what you mean. I think that um, 9320 duty is going to, to ensure that I can't come off Twitter, but <clears throat> I'm doing my level best to uh, just swerve anything that's going to uh, bring the boss down. Uh, and I'm, I've done, I've done all right so far this week. You know, I, I've, I've managed to not really get triggered by anything. So, so that's probably, probably a good thing. Lloyd, what about you? You still got that warm Istanbul glow? I mean, probably not on my face, but internally. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, isn't it meant to be really hot and sunny in London? You should be topping that tan up. Yeah, it's it's twenty seven today, which is you know pretty good. Um, and uh, the ashes is is has started today, so that's kind of perfect for me. Splendid, splendid. Well, look, um, we're here to talk transfers. We're not going to beat about the bush. Um, we're just going to take this in in some kind of order of incomings and outgoings. And I, and I think that what I'd like to do is go through every potential outgoing and how you both feel the club need to react in terms of incomings, if indeed they do need to react to replace the player. Because you might go, well, we don't need to replace him because, yeah, you see you see how I'm, how I'm setting this up. Um, so look, we'll start with, I guess, the most recent story, which has dropped in the last hour, which is Paul Ballas saying that um, Barcelona are pushing very hard to, hard to sign Ilkay Gundogan and have offered him a three-year deal, but they've offered him no assurances that they can register him which quite frankly is the most nonsensical mind-boggling piece of non this whole the whole the wholeness of this Barcelona current situation and by current I mean the last 12-18 months is just beyond farce it's beyond a joke and I don't really understand why any footballer would seriously consider it but hell here we are um Stefan I guess to begin with um where do you where do you fall on Gundo? I've seen a lot of people say, nah, he's definitely gonna stay, and this is all kind of positioning and, and jostling. So firstly, where are you on on whether you think he stays or he goes? And secondly, do you think Barcelona is the only real thing that we should be concerned about? Um I don't I, I don't think he's decided because I think, you know, if you if you do if you do read around it, I don't, I don't think he's bluffing. He really hasn't decided what he wants to do. Um, I don't think it's about contract length. I've never really believed this one year versus two year. I think there's no reason the city wouldn't give him a two year, knowing that after a year they'd be able to release him anyway. Uh, so effectively, two year 
there's a little bit of additional cost because you you know you've got a pretty uh, chunky contract in that second year if it doesn't work in the first year but you know we're talking about in the grand scheme of things a fairly insignificant amount of money so i just don't believe that it's about the contract um i think he genuinely probably would quite like a spell uh, in barcelona i think that looks pretty clear but any player uh, that is even considering Barcelona, uh, I think is, you know, basically close to insane. Um, you've got a situation where at least they're being honest this time that they can't necessarily register him. But if you just look at what's happened over the last three or four years, even players that have been registered ultimately have been asked to take pay cuts, have been asked to leave after, after, after just, just after signing contracts. Um, you know, you there's so many examples of it. I, I just don't know why any serious footballer uh, would uh, would take that risk uh, at this stage. So it looks to me as if that's the only realistic um, option. I cannot see uh, any basis whatsoever for Gundo to go to, say, Arsenal uh, or to go back to Germany. And apparently he's ruled out Saudi. Um, so... I mean, it looks to me as if it's a straight choice between Barcelona and City. And if Barcelona are where they say they are, I just can't see how any sensible footballer takes Barcelona in this situation. Lloyd? Very similar, yeah. I'm quietly confident he'll choose City because I think sense will hopefully prevail. And what Stefan said there about any serious footballer, they didn't really get more serious than... Ilkay Gundogan really so it would it would seem quite out of character and I don't think that's just us with our kind of biased blue specs on you know if there, if there are real concerns around registering him and look Paul Ballas is about as well connected to Barca as you, you're probably going to get um, and you know he's, he's written a little bit as well to say that there was a big kind of furore behind the scenes about the players particularly Grealish trying to convince Bernardo to stay during the celebrations, whereas that wasn't the same for Gundogan. And that, you know, partly might be because he genuinely hasn't made his mind up, but they all clearly expect Bernardo to go. Um, and if they can't register him, which they can't, then y- you'd have to think we'll prevail. But I am nervous. I do think um, I do think it's probably our biggest move of the summer. Um, and if we can get it done sooner rather than later... That would be great. Uh, but Paul also said that Barca were expecting an answer this week and haven't received one from Gundo's team. So I think that's probably also positive for us. Um, so fingers crossed. Just playing devil's advocate for a minute. Uh, I know you said that Ilkay Gundogan is a very serious footballer. Um, would you accept that this is a little bit of an unserious position for him to be taking right now? I, I, I am quietly pretty uncomfortable with the idea that the season's over and there is still a will he won't he on a player who's basically on a free i just part of me can't help but feel you've it's not like you've woken up after the champions league final and gone oh my contract has expired you've known that for nigh on 12 months now barcelona have been at the table for six months now barcelona's position has always been pretty clear financially city's position on gundo has always been pretty clear in terms of guardiola going i don't want him to go um 
does it grate on you? Is it a little bit unserious for him to be, you know, doing a doing an ABBA and trying to make his mind up after uh, after after he's just won the treble? Isn't it an easy decision to make? Yeah, I, I think it depends on how long it goes on. You know, if it's decided next week, then then I think we're fine. I think if it runs, you know, a few weeks, then yes, I think it is pretty unserious, particularly because he is on a free. But Barca are unserious, so yeah, it is, it is, it is a bit frustrating. Um, but I think oh, if I'll defend him. If it's wrapped up quickly, then you know, I think we're okay. I'll defend him. I mean, you know, situation is fluid. City have just won the treble. Uh, you know, to an extent, he's completed, he's completed football, domestic football uh, in England, uh, and largely European football. Uh, the idea that he would still be unsure whether to go again, I think is reasonable. I don't I don't really have a major problem with it. I, I just I have a general problem with just quite how attractive uh, and how um resilient the Barcelona brand is despite the cha- the chaotic financial situation there. Uh, you know, it's a real testament to to the club, in fairness to them, that they can still be hugely attractive to players uh, either on free cr- uh, free transfers or beyond that players still want to go despite everything. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. And and it was the same last summer. Um, so, uh, but I think it's reasonable for him to, to ponder it. I don't, I don't have any great problem with it personally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, don't, I also don't think it's that important. You know, like I know, I know what, uh, Lloyd said earlier about it being, you know, one of the biggest decisions of the summer. Personally, we'll be fine. You know, if he goes, we'll be fine. You, so I'm not that bothered either way. Um, That's I'd prefer him to stay just because I think we've got so many, so many situations that where players could leave. Um, but, you know, if he did leave, I suspect we'll sign somebody else. I suspect it'll be fine. We might already have signed them in terms of Kovacic to play there or maybe we'll press a bit harder on rice. Um, you know, What's so maybe you? You, you've been smoking some. I know, I know. Well, like in fairness, in fairness to me, right. In fairness to me, if something is going to make you more relaxed, a treble is a, is a good thing to make you more relaxed about, about uh, city and about how Pep's got it under control. If anything is going to make you feel sure that it'll all be fine it's a treble right so that's where i am fair enough i understand why you can't you argue t- with that right well, i can argue, argue with it that. i just don't want to i can argue with it i just don't yeah, want to but it's I, perfectly fair we won the treble it'll all be fine clearly well clearly pep's pushing for it though isn't he i mean so yeah he obviously, I think, he obviously yeah, thinks he, that he, we need it i was listening just before to jack uh, Jack Gorn talking about how hard he was pushing for Harry Maguire. So just because Pep's pushing for something, it's not it's not always the end of the world if they don't happen. No, I think um, uh, let me let me maybe uh, ask you a very simple question: Do you feel the squad this season was too small, even though we want to treble, or do you feel that the same size squad with the same number of senior and youth players will suffice? Uh, no, I think it was too small. I think we got away with it. But likewise, it'll be fine because Pep will figure it out probably. 
I reckon, Lloyd, I reckon we should get a Stefan t-shirt that says it'll be fine because I must have heard that about 40 times in the last three months. You have to have the full sentence. You can put on the back. (laughs) On the front, it can be, it'll be fine. And on the back, it'll be because Pep will sort it out. Yes, that's fair. Um, Everything changes. When Pep goes, when Pep goes, everything changes. Okay. So I'm, I'm in, I'm definitely in that camp. Okay. Is this the same guy we've been doing podcasts with for like six years? Wasn't it, it is. I've, I've done podcasts with him over the last six months. I've really enjoyed this very <laughs> zen uh, point of view. It, it soothes me. Um, I, do, I don't feel as relaxed about Gundo. And the reason that I don't feel as relaxed about Gundo is because um, I appreciate that with uh, players who have given an incredible service to the club, you allow them to pretty much write their own check, write their own future, make their own decisions. Um, But I think that these things have to be timely. And I think that they have to be done with a level of respect that it kind of goes both ways, that idea of respect. And I'm sort of sat here going, it's very simple. People keep telling me, oh, well, we only did the treble last weekend. And I'm going, look, it's not like Ilke Gundogan and his wife have not been sat in their flat in town for the last four months going, what do we do this summer? Where are we living from August? What's the plan? Like families work like that. Those conversations are had regardless of whether you're going to win a treble or a double or you're not going to win anything. And so I'm just a little bit surprised that we find ourselves pretty much a week since the Champions League final and it's radio silence. And that kind of suggests to me that there's a negotiation that could go one way or the other. And somehow I just find myself a bit disappointed that we couldn't have done that a couple of weeks ago so that after the Champions League final, it's very clear it's either a goodbye or it's I've signed a new deal. But yeah, I just don't think it's the money though. I I think, I think the likelihood is that 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 negotiation is something that's happening at home or in his own head. And I suspect that he's just torn on it. You know, and he doesn't really. They're both the different options, but staying at City is probably was probably a few months ago probably thought he wasn't going to stay, and now actually he's thinking mm, maybe I should stay. And he's probably you know you must have had decisions in your life where you've been fifty fifty, and one minute you think actually let's just go, and the next minute he's like uh, next minute mm, maybe I should stay for a bit longer. I could see it being very, very borderline for him. I very much doubt that it's about the negotiation of terms at City. Now, that's the only thing I would say. I, it doesn't seem to me as if it's going to end up being a financial call. Mm. Um, I just think he, he, you know, just I can just see that maybe he's just torn. Thanks for listening to the first 15 minutes of the show. To listen to the full podcast and all our contents, including reviews, previews, analysis, quizzes and much more, go to 9320.com to sign up now or simply click the link in the description. So what are you waiting for? Go to 9320.com now for the best, most passionate, impartial coverage of Manchester City and beyond.